Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Talk to him, babe. with another exciting guest and today we have on Sam or Oh My Boba or Sam from Oh My Boba the YouTube channel but also um, found her uh, as a recommendation from Sat C who was in the Believe in K-pop discord um, and Sam you also run the Truly Daybok discord as well or you moderate I should say as well yeah so, I'm one of the mods yeah um, so I'm really happy to have you today uh, because when Sat recommended we were talking about um uh, I was asking them about, like, K-pop starter pack sort of thing. Like, what do K-pop fans need, like, for spanning all generations? Like, what needs to be in their album, like, physical album, like, inventory? Um, and she was like, you know, you should ask, you should interview um, Sam about it because uh, she has, like, over 400 albums and this is her YouTube <laughs> channel. So I looked at it. I was like, oh, my God, that would be perfect. Um, so thank you for taking the time out to talk to us today. Yeah, no problem. Um Wait, actually, before we even get into that, I'm curious, what inspired you or made you want to become like a, a moderator of the, the Discord? I know that you're a guest sometimes on on the podcast as well. Yeah, so I started listening to the podcast, uh, oh my gosh, it was a while ago now, I already kind of forget when that started, and because I listened to the podcast because I liked hearing people talk about K-pop, and then they talked about the Discord, I joined it, and when I joined the Discord, it was really small. And there wasn't really need for moderators. It was really just like the the podcast host and uh, one of their friends was modding it. And then as the Discord kind of got bigger, we started having kind of these events. And one yeah. of the big things that we did was this thing called song ratings, which we got from yeah, we got it from a Reddit. I already forget. It's like our oh, man, I forget what the Reddit's called. And uh, we were like, they had a K-pop themed one and we were just like outraged by the results. We were like, <laughs> no, we could do a way better song rating. And that's where it started. So I kind of uh, started running those because I really like organizing things and working in Excel sheets. And that's like become our big thing. And I got the mod role because of that. Ah, yeah. When they've other people that are in the Discord as well, K Music Every Day. He he's like in every Discord. Mm-hmm. Him, Satsi, Martha, I think, are like in every single Discord. But yeah. um, and Leah or uh, Maria, I should say, um, as well. But they kind of explained to me the song rating thing. Like that's a huge part of it. And um, some people get really and like animated and intense <laughs> about it, um, which I think is interesting. Yes. But when they explained that to me, like of how like someone goes and codes it and then like you like you know go through excel i was like holy crap like and i'm thinking like this is a part of the podcast but this is specifically for like the discord i feel like there could be a total complete episode about like discord like communities and the culture around it oh yeah because i feel like truly daybok has their own i've heard so much about it um and uh how also it's majority girl group stands um but um (laughs) but that I guess that kind of leads me into you know what our topic is today so um you know you on your channel um oh my boba uh you talk a lot about the albums that you have but you also talk a lot about you know being an oh my girl stan um obviously Mm -hmm. you know oh my boba I guess you, you know oh my girl yeah um what about oh my and you even made one of those guide to oh my girl uh videos yeah uh what what about oh my girl is like 
just pulls you in. Oh My Girl is such an interesting story because I didn't really get into Oh My Girl until I guess a little later in my K-pop journey. It was in like 2018, I guess with Remember Me, that was the comeback that really like sucked me in. And before that, I was mostly like Red Velvet, like that was my girl group. And overall, for a while, I didn't really go for like the cute girl group concepts. I don't know what happened, but there was something about the Remember Me era that just like drew me in. I became obsessed. I watched all their past music videos and I just like, I found like they were flawless to me. I don't know. And to me, they just like are this perfect girl group to me of just like how, what they represent, how they change their concept, but they're always so true to themselves. Like it never feels like they're trying to like appeal to like a certain kind of trend that's happening it's and like I think how they um presented themselves on Queendom really like solidified like my feelings for that and I was like yeah like I feel like people are now seeing kind of like what I get from them and just like how like I really just love how graceful and beautiful they are and how like it's just like powerful and they like they're just so true to themselves and I I really admire that I think I was another um I think uh, someone sent a video. Is it Bora or Bona? I'm thinking of Bona from Wuju Sonya, but uh, the the girl she she's honestly the only honestly the only one that I know out of Oh My Girl, and it's horrible that I'm forgetting her name. But um, <laughs> she's the one. She did this like cover of uh, it was like a really hardcore like trap rap song, and she oh, was it's probably Yua. Yua, that's what it is. Yeah, and she has she has like a very distinct like almost like bubbly like actual bub like she has really full lips kind of thing yeah yeah uh when I saw that I was like wait hold on that's that's all my girl (laughs) that's not what I expected and then uh sat again was like oh that's kind of what they were able to do on Queendom like along with I think maybe along with Lovelies in a way too but they were able to explore concepts that weren't traditional to their like their you know main vibe I guess yeah um but okay so that's interesting so oh my girl is your like old do you have all of their albums Yes. Okay, so you all do. All their albums, all versions. Yep. And uh, do they have a lot of Japanese albums as well? They do now, yes. Okay. And they always have free versions of them. And yeah, it's... You have all of those. Yep. Nice. Okay. Okay, so I guess first, um, I guess thinking about Japanese albums, everyone says that those are really hard to get. How do you make sure that you, you know, get the Japanese albums like that, like that you absolutely need? So my big site that I use is Zen Market, which is a Japanese proxy site, uh, meaning that you're buying from Japanese sellers. I usually do the Japanese uh, Yahoo auctions with that. So there is bidding to it. And with doing that, the price is already like way lower because if you're trying to buy Japanese albums just like on eBay, they're going to be like $50 and it's like a jewel case. It's not worth that much money. So by using a site like Zen Market is sometimes these sellers will um, kind of combine them. So you can get all three versions in one order and it, you bid and it's like $12. And then plus the shipping. But the smart way to do it is you kind of, I always wait for a time when there's going to be a, a lot of different Japanese stuff that I want to get. I'll get it all at once. And then what they do is Zen Market will pack it all up and ship it over in one package. So you're saving on shipping. Oh, that's nice. That makes sense. Yeah. It's very strategic. Um, I wonder, like, do you do you ever participate in like 
uh, I, I, I once bought my friend a gift on like eBay or something like that. Um, and it was an NCT Limitless, like, uh, I think it was like, they had three of the members in one of the photos. It was like Johnny, Mark, and somebody else. Um, and she said that that was kind of really hard to get. Do you ever participate in like those sort of things where you, you really want a certain photo card or you want a certain like group, you know, rare card that comes in like the albums or like, you know, stuff that was only available at, you know, the Japanese fan meet? Like, do you ever go, you know, seek those things out? I don't usually do photo card stuff too often, but I will uh, sometimes do CD plates where the CD actually has like a member and that's really oh. popular in Japanese versions. The Korean versions kind of do that like twice yeah, every I now saw, and yeah, then. Right. But yeah, it's like a big thing with the Japanese versions for a lot of groups. Right, right. I remember seeing, I, when it gets like down to like the members of like, okay, like you might get like the... I think it uh, for feel special it was like you had like the members on it and then you would have a, a member on the inside of it that was completely different um mm-hmm. but that's okay so I didn't know that Japanese you know uh sort of I guess that kind of makes sense for the Japanese market they already like they play to like the biases or like the solo sort of roles like even in like AKB48 like people love yeah. certain members for you know rather than the whole group itself anyway um okay so you do that sometimes. Now, with all of your collection outside of Oh My Girl, how many albums, have you counted how many albums that you have? I know it's 400 plus, um, according <laughs> I to I actually your, have, yeah. I have a spreadsheet, actually. Oh, really? That, uh, yeah, I need to update it because I just got some more albums. But yeah, I have a spreadsheet because I love using Excel. That is just like, I love it so much. And it like counts my albums for me. Like I just enter it in. Oh man, let me find my spreadsheet. Wow. <laughs> and like there's notes that I put in and yeah so right now I'm at 460 without uh I guess adding my recent albums so in becoming a k-pop you know stan or you know fan um did you like were you a part of any other fandoms beforehand where you collected stuff or was this just like a very unique thing where it just you just find found yourself collecting a whole bunch of albums and merchandise I was definitely uh, an anime fan before K-pop, and I still am. But yeah, I'm definitely someone who's always been a fan of collecting things. I just it's it's always been exciting to try to get a full collection of something. And yeah, because like I know with like anime stuff, like I have some figures, I have you know some manga, some actual anime DVDs, some like cool collectibles stuff. And so I remember when I found out like what k-pop albums looked like that was just it was all down like i was yeah, in it you're in <laughs> <laughs> yep i love that wow so in your 460 album collection um do you look through it daily or do you kind of just like you have it as a display to be like you know on saturday let me just go like take a look back at like whatever out like Taeyeon's like voice album i don't know <laughs> like how do you ever go through it or is it kind of just something nice to you know have there it's mostly yeah just for display i don't go through it too often uh mostly just because uh it just takes some effort to get things back where they are Mm -hmm. but yeah it's one of those things where just looking at it it's kind of one of those things that makes me feel happy i don't know how to explain it and so i like having it all displayed out i know it drove me nuts when i just had all my albums stacked and they weren't on a shelf so that's always like my biggest tip to people who want to collect albums is i always say get a shelf like okay. get them displayed because it'll just make you feel so like happy like just seeing them all lined up 
Now, are you big about getting posters too? Like, are, are your walls just like covered in posters, or it's like kind of like you don't really care to, to have the poster? Yeah, I actually don't do posters. I have a few posters. Like, I have a signed Oh My Girl one mm -hmm. from their concert, but even that's still rolled up. I don't have it hanging. Uh, part of that is I don't have the wall space for it. Okay. And I also, you know, I live in like my dad's basement. Mm -hmm. I don't want to like get it like too decked out in K pop stuff. And uh, I like to I like to save money on the posters too. It's uh, save quite a lot of money. Yeah, I mean posters final. can be like four to six dollars. Like it's like not yeah, money. yeah. Um, what does your dad like think about think about your your collection? <laughs> I mean, it's funny. My family is really supportive about the whole K-pop thing. Like I've gone to concerts with some of my family members. Like really? <laughs> I went to Oh My Girl front row with my mom. Oh. That was that was a fun night <laughs> and so like they're all, they're all like supportive of the collection they definitely you know they, they like sometimes be like you know you've uh you've got a lot of packages delivered this month right. I'm like, yeah, I know. that's nice though that's nice yeah are your family are they big collectors of things or is it kind of you're like the one who just likes to collect things i think i'm the big collector i know my grandmother also was a big collector she would collect like dolls and figurines so i guess i'm I kind of got that trait of just loving, like collecting things and displaying it. Now, in terms of like the keychains, the sweatshirts, like wearable stuff, like do you buy these things as well? Yeah, I've got a few, definitely. Okay. Now, do you normally buy those, you know, let's say, for example, BTS's like Map of the Soul merchandise? Like everyone's, you know, obviously they've been restocking and then it sells out restocking sells out i'm sure some of that merch was probably meant for the actual tour itself um mm -hmm. i'm not sure but I, i'd assume that it'd be meant for the tour um but would are you the type of person to like wait in line at a concert for a specific concert merch when you are going to a k-pop concert oh i actually i did this for um the BTS concert last year, the Love Yourself one, it's actually kind of a funny story. Mm. And so me and my friend went to the one in uh, Newark and we had to, so we went to the concert the night before and we got up early to mm -hmm. stand in the merch line, even though we weren't going to the concert that day. Oh and we actually had to catch a train. And if <laughs> it's like, we got in line at eight, we had to catch our train at 11 and the merch didn't open up till 10 or something like that. And I remember we got like, in what you had to catch it at night uh, this was in the morning oh and the oh yeah. the merch line opened at 10 yeah oh, okay. sorry yeah okay, it opened at 10 a.m our train was at 11 a.m we were in we got in line at 8 a.m we were like getting uber eats in line and we had all of our stuff because we just left our hotel mm -hmm. and yeah we got we didn't actually like get into like the merch booth until like 10 45 or something mm -hmm. and we're just like yo we have to catch a train and it's oh. <laughs> so short but we're like no we're getting this merch and so yeah we stood in we stood in line for hours right. for that merch and we did catch our train oh so good that was, works that out <laughs> yeah that's the only one i feel like i really had to stand in line for a lot of the other concerts uh the lines usually either been short or i was able to kind of order it online beforehand like i know sub k yeah does uh you can like pre-order it or just have it shipped to your house okay now do you ever 
is it ever hard? I feel like a lot of people are like multis, but I feel like you are like a true multi. Like the multi, like some people are like, oh, like I won't get the merch or like blah, blah, blah. And I guess some people can't afford it. But like you have a lot of albums for a lot of different groups and you have like your reasonings for having them. And I wonder, is it ever hard rationalizing like what you want slash what you might quote unquote need in your collection? Like how do you rationalize that with yourself? Oh my gosh, definitely. It's like a constant, constant uh, thing I think about. And I actually do talk about this a lot on my channel mm. with um, my anti-haul videos. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is something I got kind of from like the makeup community on YouTube. Right. And so I decided I was like, oh, this, I should just kind of do this with K-pop because it's like something I have to think about all the time. And because like, I would love to just collect so many albums and especially from like, there's releases I really love and groups I love and you have to make that decision of like, you know, it's really, I can't, I can't rationalize it. Like it's just not in the budget this time mm. and you have to pick and choose like what, what are you going to, what are you going to get? And it's, it, it's definitely really, I struggle with it a lot. And a lot of the times I usually will go back and be like, you know what, maybe I did really want that and I'll buy it. Yeah. But like maybe then it'll be like at a cheaper price kind of thing right but I definitely have rules in that like you know my ults like oh yeah. my girl and like uh Taeyeon and Red Velvet I'm buying everything mm -hmm. when it releases okay and then other groups it's like you know I'll I'll see how I'm feeling when it comes out and that's interesting because uh I remember one of your anti-haul videos you were like oh, I'm not gonna get the EXO Obsession album like because I know <laughs> that they normally come out with a repackage they didn't but like then yeah. you were like oh I, I mean I ended up getting it um and then I think it was for uh you were talking about like stray kids oh you were saying that like you stopped at Levanter or Levant whatever you pronounce it Levanter yeah. um because you didn't you were like I don't think stray kids is gonna be one of my old so like I'm gonna stop getting their stuff as like frequently um, yeah which I think is so interesting or like for even for like Kang Daniel like he had his I don't, I don't know if he's had like a physical album yet I don't know if he's had a maybe he has he might have had a physical album but you were like you know if like I really liked one one Kang Daniel would be like my bias but like uh, it doesn't like I'm not really needing it it's so interesting how you kind of like I would think at least for me I'd be like oh like I might want this album because like I sure I like I'm sure I like the songs on it but also, like, I like the packaging, but the it's interesting how you're like, I oh, am yeah, my songs, but they don't fit into, like, who I find to be my ultimates or ults, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think that's interesting. Um, so we I, I did send you beforehand uh, a video um, called K-Pop Inc. or K-Pop Incorporated um, that Tamar Herman, she was the journalist that did it uh, for Billboard, and she interviewed this woman um, who is a huge uh, – I guess Wannable, uh, former Wannable. Um, yeah. She supports specifically Bae Young from uh, 101 or formerly of 101 and CIX. But um, she has like a an Airbnb of yeah. uh, all 101 merch. Um, <laughs> and I was wondering if you, what do you think about, you know, would you ever do that yourself? Like, would you ever make an Oh My Girl like Airbnb like and, you know, sell it out to like a, I forget what Oh My Girl's Phantoms name is miracles miracles okay would you sell it out to like miracles like what do you think about that kind of using your merch in that way <laughs> that would be that's actually like really cool I would almost be like scared to have like my merch I guess just kind of like just I don't know there's some I don't know it's hard to say like oh man I know I definitely kind of have like this like I don't want to say like fantasy but I have this idea, idea, like, you know, when I finally get my own place, I'll have, like, my a room, you know, 
for like all my K-pop mm. stuff and everything. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, like the shrine thing, but oh, it's like such an interesting idea of, yeah, having an Airbnb, like, and I definitely don't have enough Oh My Girl stuff to really do that, but I could definitely see like having just a whole like K-pop, like, like apartment yeah. or something. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. I've never seen an a one-on-one one but there's a lot of bts like bt21 themed like apartments like oh that's so interesting yeah like you could even like bt21 with all the products they come out with there's enough like household products that it really could like not just for like the fun of it like it could serve like as your like actual apartment stuff so like you could totally and you know blankets and covers and pillows like there's enough where merchandise where you could totally just deck it out and all bt21 stuff um, which I think is so interesting, but um, I I I think I, I wonder like I'm sure there's like an EXO one as well. But also, by the way, do you have a photo card booklet? Oh yeah, so photo cards. This is something I feel like I do a lot differently than a lot of other um, K-pop collectors. Is I actually don't collect photo cards, and a lot of that is I I have to save money somewhere okay and I just I know if I got into it I it, I wouldn't be able to get out mm. so I actually um I do sell my photo cards for a pretty low value because I want to give it back to people who actually do want to collect the photo cards mm. and so like right now they they're kind of just sitting in a, in a little tub I'm working on um reorganizing them so actually making a photo card binder okay so I can like so they're like actually taken care of and I can find them all easily for the physicality and packaging of albums which three albums do you think are a must have for any k-pop fan I did ask this sort of thing in the 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 merch channel um the other day um a lot of people say pink tape um Mm -hmm. g dragons like usb like you know, just for the, <laughs> the uniqueness of it. Um, yeah. Someone said, like, Eyes One's Bloom Eyes. Um, yeah. Which ones, like, do you think, or which three in your in your book do you think are completely necessary for everybody? Oh, man. Ooh. Let's see. I'm, like, eyeballing my collection <laughs> to, like, get some ideas. I know some that I, like, really love. Like, one that I absolutely love is I have the G-Dragon Heartbreaker Limited Edition, oh. and it has, like, his face mold. Right. Like, on it, like, that to me is just, like, that's a cool, like, almost, like, statement piece of uh, an album. And let's see. One that I know is absolutely gorgeous packaging-wise, and I don't think uh, it's talked enough about, is Sunmi's Warning album. It is, like, the material of it is beautiful. It's, the pages are sewn in, Mm. which is, like, just divine. (laughs) It's, like... The pages are glossy. It's just so well made, and it's a great album. The photo book's fantastic. Wow. Okay. A warning by somebody, and that's a it's a larger album, right? Yeah. It's it's definitely yeah. Uh, it's a book style, but a little bit bigger. I wonder. Do you enjoy um, like so like NTT's? I think it was the repackaging of Regular. I think it was. Oh was yeah, it? the with the pouch. The. Uh, like, no or no they did the lp like the, the vinyl yes yes the vinyl with each member's face on it do you like like when they when they're larger than life not larger than life but like when they kind of go outside the mold of like a typical size like do you is that something that kind of deters you from buying albums when it's like okay how is that supposed to fit on my shelf like how is that <laughs> supposed to look good i definitely have mixed feelings about it like i really i really appreciate when the albums kind of do something different 
and like they're not just the typical like book style or box packaging like i really i really love adventurous k-pop album packaging but yeah when i start thinking about how i'm gonna put this on my shelf i'm like i i literally can't it's too big like i know mm -hmm. golden child's been having that problem lately where all the albums are just so weirdly shaped yeah that I, I can't store them and I know I have Sistar Shake It which is mm -hmm. the vinyl size and it's it doesn't fit so it's has to be like hidden which really sucks because I would like to be able to display it but I've, I've heard that a lot of people have a problem with like uh like pouch pouchy type albums yes. like Ode to You or Limitless but like just albums that come in like a like you can't seal it back sort of thing um do you yeah. like those kinds of albums Oh no, they, those are one of my like biggest pet peeves with album packaging and it will make me not buy the album. I know with 17, that was the first 17 album I didn't buy because I just, I didn't want that packaging and it, like, it kind of sucks. It's like, you know, it, it like hurts that this is going to be the first you know 17 album I'm not going to have, but right. I just, there's something about them that I I don't like putting them on my shelf. The, I think it's Rocket Punch has it so frustrating in that it's like the album's in the pouch and like you have to like break the pouch to get to the album and it just hurts to have <laughs> to like potentially break your album. I know that happened with uh, NCT's Regular Irregular. Mm -hmm. I had to like, you have to break the sticker to open it, yeah. which it's like, it's the little things where you're like, oh, it kind of sucks <laughs> that you have to do that. What? about merch collecting or like collecting merch makes you feel fulfilled? Ooh, I don't know. I think I really just, there is definitely something about like, I like, um, I feel like, uh, I don't want to say like, I feel like a, a, a fan. Like that's not really it. Cause I don't think, you know, your merch or your collection is any way to represent how big of a fan you are by any means. But it's like, it's something that just makes me feel like, you know, maybe I'm doing something, like I'm helping them out. You know, it's especially nice when you buy like some like of the new goo albums and then you see it's like only 25 people have bought it, and you're like, hey, I'm one of those 25. Right, right. Like that's kind of a fun thing. I think with K-pop collections, you get a story uh, behind like the collector because uh, there's there's always a reason, you know, why people have the albums that they do. And I think it's really fun to kind of just like show like, hey, see, like you can look at my collection and you, you kind of get an idea of who I am mm. and what I like. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Has there ever been a time when like merch will trump your need to go see them live in concert? so at least thankfully I don't, it's not really thankfully but because of where I live I don't get too many concerts here because okay, right. I'm in uh, the DC area which we really don't get much we've gotten some a lot more recently like we got Itzy was here I didn't mm -hmm. go because it was like in DC DC but the only concert that's really come here was Super M which was like so convenient for me but yeah, a lot of other concerts, I have to be going to like New York. Right. And yeah, I will not, I would, I am someone, I know some people like, and I get it, rather pay for the experience than to have like the merchandise. I'm kind of always been a person who really likes having the merchandise hmm. over the experience. Hmm. 
and that's just something that it's always just kind of resonated with me and like I like having the physical thing to show and then maybe I, I mean I do enjoy the experiences and I definitely do uh, when I have the opportunity I'll go to concerts I usually have to um, find a way with like um, with like my family like some like with the oh my girl concert that I went with my mom my mom lives in California mm-hmm. and that's where oh my girl was having their concert right. so we were able to arrange like oh I visit my mom and we can also go to this concert yeah. so I wasn't really having to spend all this money on that so that's usually how I go about my concerts is how can I save money on the concert by like you know going with a family member I remember at the time of that concert, it was at the, it was at Fantasy Springs Casino, I believe. Yeah. Um, I was working at Choice then, and uh, the the promoter um, came by and was like, "Hey, we have some extra like tickets, ticket vouchers, and like um, extra like bags or whatever." And mm-hmm. the way that people, I think it was for like three or four days, on the story, like our Instagram, st- the Choice story. Um, like one day I think Steven was like he said like a password there was a, some sort of password associated it was like oh my boba oh my it was not oh my boba it was like oh my <laughs> it was some weird like rendition on the oh my girl name but it was sounded like something like oh my boba maybe I don't know but I remember we were like giving out a bunch of those you know tickets and people would come in and they'd whisper like oh my boba oh, it's like oh my glob or something it was something weird <laughs> um but they whispered it and it was I don't know I always remember that about oh my girl when they came there because we were like we had those like backpacks and vouchers like tucked away and people would be like, they'd come and like whisper super quietly and then be like, okay, here's your bag. Like <laughs> it's okay. Um, and voucher too. So that's cool that you were able to see them during that time. Um, I think it was yeah. January, 2019. Yep. That was when it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. Well, I hope that, you know, you're able to see them once again when everything's mm-hmm. hopefully back to normal. <laughs> um, but can, where can people follow you? Um, and you know, look at more at your 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 collections and oh my girl stand them yeah so i have yeah my youtube channel it's oh my boba and then i have like a twitter kind of i just started it but i really haven't tweeted anything it's mostly been me retweeting oh my girl stuff yeah i think that's like oh my boba too because i guess oh my boba was taken okay <laughs> but <laughs> okay cool and then you can find her you know modding uh moderating the um yeah uh, definitely day. check out uh the truly day box podcast mm-hmm. too i'm i'm on there every now and then yeah nice i, I actually need to i needed to contact them too because they definitely have built a community of like sorts like and it's so fascinating <laughs> to be honest um but thank you so much sam for being a guest today um thank you guys for listening to the podcast um you can always send in suggestions or be a part of the discord that uh believe in k-pop has um if you want um and that uh you can find that by dming me at e-m-i-h-a-y-d-e-l um but thanks guys for listening and we'll see you next week thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.